Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant through from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello. If you're listening to this podcast when it comes out, it is November 2022, and we are focusing on moving past perfectionism. And I think it's really key to understand what a perfectionism, the impact perfectionism has on us, has on our lives, has on our careers, has on our productivity, all the things. Because a lot of us wear our perfectionism as a badge of honor. And I know for me in the past, whenever I interviewed, I would say that perfectionism was my greatest weakness, but I didn't actually think it was a weakness at the time. But you guys, it totally is. And so I wanted to give you guys a framework for how to know if you're dealing with perfectionism in your life, because it can really be really, really sneaky and really tricky to to pinpoint and to understand how perfectionism impacts us and how much we often can fall into perfectionism. So many of us are very meticulous, very thorough, very detail-oriented, but sometimes that crosses over the line into perfectionism, and that can be totally detrimental. So I'm going to ask you guys three questions today that will help you determine where you're at with your relationship to perfectionism, Um, and it will help you kind of be able to frame and to be able to pinpoint when you're acting from a place of perfectionism and when you're actually acting from a place of being meticulous and thorough and detail-oriented. So the first question I want us all to ask ourselves is, do I take an inordinate amount of time to complete certain tasks? So for example, did you just spend 30 minutes to an hour wordsmithing an email that should have only taken you two to five minutes to write? If the answer is yes, you may be a perfectionist. And I think we can often do this because we don't want to make mistakes and we want to make sure that we're being thorough, but there's a point in time in which we cross over to the dark side and there's a point in time in which that meticulousness, that detail-orientedness can actually be a detriment to us and our productivity as opposed to being an asset to us moving forward, right? So that's the first question I would have us all ask ourselves is, Do you take an inordinate amount of time to complete certain tasks? And so one way to spot check this is to actually calendar out your tasks for a week and set a certain amount of time on your calendar for the tasks and set a time that you feel is reasonable to complete the task. And if you go over that time, that may be a good indicator to pay attention to what's going on in your brain. Ask yourself why it is that that it took longer than it than you had calendared it for on your calendar. And also, like we give ourselves a certain amount of time to do tasks. That's a great strategy for productivity because it requires you to actually focus and we tend to take up however much time we're given to complete a certain task. So actually creating parameters of around your tasks, time parameters around your tasks will be very helpful in order to determine whether or not you're crossing over into perfectionism and the type of perfectionism that is not helpful and is not serving you. 
And the second question I would have us all ask is, are you critical of yourself when you don't get the result you want? So I have seen this so much with my clients and so much in my own brain. (laughs) I am guilty of this big time. I say things to myself that I probably wouldn't say to another human. Whenever I make a mistake, whenever I don't get the result that I want, whenever I am beating myself up and really acting from a negative place, that's a good indicator that I am acting from a perfectionist place, right? And being self-critical is kind of an interesting thing because I think a lot of us believe that if we're hard on ourselves, then we'll improve so that we can feel better, right? But that's not actually how it works. When we're hard on ourselves, then we just spin out. And then the next mistake we make, we beat ourselves up. And then the next mistake we make, we beat ourselves up even more. And we tend to have this loop in our brain that is built around constant self-battery for making mistakes and for not being quote unquote perfect. So that's something I want us all to watch for. I see it all the time with my clients. Um, I see it all the time with myself as well. If you're super, super critical of yourself, that's a good indicator that perfectionism has taken root. And perfectionism is based in fear, guys. And I don't think that we want to take action from a place of fear in our day-to-day. So that's just something to bring some awareness to. If you're very critical and hard on yourself when you make a mistake or something happens that you didn't want to happen, that's a good indicator that you may be dealing with some perfectionism. And honestly, guys, when we show up for ourselves from a place of compassion and abundance and love and just have our own backs, more change and more growth can happen. Like I mentioned before, I think a lot of us think that in order to grow, we have to be super hard on ourselves whenever we make a mistake. That's not actually true. You'll have more more quality results and better results in terms of your growth if you show yourself some grace and some compassion. It doesn't mean that you don't want to, to improve. It doesn't mean that you don't want to fix the mistake. It doesn't mean any of that. All it means is that you have your back and that you're showing up for, your, for yourself from a place of compassion and love. And that when we show up for ourselves from that place, the growth can be phenomenal right? Because we know that regardless of whatever happens, we're going to have our own back and we are going to show up at the highest level because we're going to be able to let go of those mistakes and move on faster than we will if we decide to beat ourselves up and spin out on it, right? So the first two questions, I'm just going to kind of go back and review that we might want to ask ourselves um, is, do I take an inordinate amount of time to complete certain tasks? Am I taking too long to do certain tasks? And if you are, you may be crossing over into perfectionism. The second question is, are you critical of yourself when you don't get the result you want or when you make a mistake? The third question is, does your fear of failure affect your work? So often we just have such a fear of failing, but there are worse things than failing, guys. Oftentimes we can be debilitated by the sphere of failure and we can spin out on all the options and we can try and make sure that we were choosing the right thing. But I just want to pose the question, what if there is no such thing as the right thing? Often we think that there is, we think that there's this perfect solution. And sometimes there is for sure. If you've got protocols in your office regarding certain things, or you've got a process in place regarding a certain thing, that's one thing. 
But oftentimes we'll, we will have this total fear of failure that will be debilitating when there is no actual one solution to the problem or, or one solution to the situation. So our perfectionism can tend to rear its ugly head whenever we have this fear of failure. And so I want us to pay attention to that too. If you're operating from a place of fear on a daily basis, that's a good indicator that you are operating from a perfectionistic place. And oftentimes there is no one ultimate result. There is no one right answer. There are multiple right answers, right? So you get to decide which right answer you want to go with or what you want to try first. And then if it doesn't work out the way you want it to this time, then you'll pivot for next time and you'll try something else. And it's just such a much more abundant way of approaching our work than this fear of failure and there's only one right way and I have to do it the right way or my boss is going to get angry or my executive is going to get mad or I'm going to disappoint a whole bunch of people. No, no. I want us to think more broadly than that. I don't want us operating from a place of fear. I'd much rather you stand in your power, make a choice and stand behind it. And also realize if you make a mistake that it's not the end of the world. So often we think that we're like, that everything is going to come to a halt, that that we're totally putting a wrench in the works for everyone when we make mistakes. But that is also inhibiting your opportunity and your chance to learn from that mistake that you made. So be aware of that. Does a fear of failure affect your work? I really want you to pay attention to that in yourself. And also, like all of these things, taking a lot of time to complete a task, critical of yourself when you don't get the result you want, fear of failure, all of those affect our productivity. We are not producing quality work at the highest level when we're operating from those places, when we're operating from the perfectionistic place. And I see this a lot with my clients. I do. And I am often pointing it out to them like, oh, I think we've kind of crossed over into perfectionism here when you're being super self-critical or we're beating ourselves up over something that happened, right? But oftentimes there really is no one perfect solution. There's just the solution that you try. And then if that doesn't work out, then we try another solution. So that's my encouragement for you guys today. And I also just want to kind of briefly share why holding on to perfectionism is such a bad idea. So first of all, perfect is a moving target, y'all. It is a moving target. As assistants, we never operate in a vacuum. What's perfect to you will likely not be perfect to your boss or coworkers. And also, perfectionism is damaging because it causes us to lose sight of the big picture and operate from a place of anxiety and fear. That fear of failure, that self-critical place, that negative place. And then we lose sight of the big picture because we're so hyper-focused on the mistake that we made or this fear of failure or this idea that we don't know what we're doing when that's not actually the case. We need to stop telling ourselves that we need to try something and then pivot or ask our our executive which, which option he would prefer if you want to take it that way. We also though don't need to like crowdsource every single solution that we come up with. We can try something. It may work. It may not, but then we can pivot from there. And so in order to keep the big picture, we have to operate from a place of abundance and having our own back and really understanding that there probably in all likelihood is no one perfect solution. Like I said before, there's only the solution that you try 
and then you may try another one after that if this one doesn't work optimally. And then also a fixation on obtaining the perfect end result robs us of growth opportunities along the way. If we're constantly beating ourselves up because we made a mistake or we didn't do something perfectly, we aren't actually sucking the marrow from that experience of growth, right? Like we are not actually harnessing the full potential of the growth opportunity. So um, bringing some awareness to these issues is the first step to working on them. So I really wanted to do this podcast episode, you might be a perfectionist if, (laughs) and then list a few things that I have noticed in my own personal life, as well as in the lives of my clients. And this can rear its ugly head in multiple arenas, not only in your work life, but in your personal life as well. If you're trying to control somebody, if you're trying to control a situation, if you're trying to control something that you feel needs control because you want a perfect result for it, it's first of all, it's not fun on anybody around you because they're having to deal with your neuroses and your perfectionist tendencies. Second of all, it's not helpful to you either. It's stressing you out. (laughs) It's causing you not to show up like the person that you want to be. It's causing you to give away your power to outside circumstances that are outside of you. So just pay attention to these things. Pay attention to how perfectionism shows up in your life. Pay pay attention to how um, fear of failure and being self-critical affect you and affect your productivity. Pay attention to how much time you spend to complete a task and ask yourself if you're operating from a place of abundance or a place of scarcity and fear. So I know I touched on this in last week's episode, but I'm just kind of, I've, I've really been very aware for how I'm showing up for my days lately over the last couple months. And I'm often surprised at how often and how easy it is for me to slip back into operating from a place of hurry or frantic energy or kind of negative headspace, right? But you guys, I want to say that you can interrupt this at any time. At any point throughout your day, you can choose to make a better decision and to go a different route. So you can totally be critical on yourself. You can be in the middle of of giving yourself a tongue lashing and you can catch yourself and you can be like, okay, wait a minute. Is this actually helping me? Is this helping me move forward? Is this helping me grow? And if it's not, we can then reframe the situation and then operate from a place of more abundance and more um, self-compassion and less perfectionism, right? So I just want to challenge us all to really pay attention to how perfectionism rears its ugly head in your life (laughs) And, and note that perfectionism, while we may think that it is a good quality, it's actually really not. It can be very, very harmful. It can be harmful for our productivity. It can be harmful for our psyche. It can be harmful and detrimental to our growth as humans and as administrative professionals. So I really want us to really take a step back and look at all those things. I've been reading this book called The Gap and the Gain, and it is so good. It's such a great book. I think I'm going to um, have my membership read it next year. But um, The Gap and the Gain is this book about really how we are perceiving things and how we're interpreting things and and how our perception of things affects how we show up for life, right? So I really want to encourage us all to show up from a place of empowerment and to show up from a positive place and not show up from a place that is going to be driven by fear and perfectionism. 
because fear and perfectionism leads to control. And whenever we're in a place of control, especially when we're trying to control people or situations, it just never ends well, right? So that is what I have for you guys today. I hope you found this um, this podcast episode helpful. Next week, I'm going to be talking about how to actually move past perfectionism, but I did want to give you a good framework to identify the areas in your life in which perfectionism may be taking root so that you can know what they are so that we can address them moving forward. So that is what I have for you guys today. Be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. If you're an assistant or administrative professional, I'd like to invite you to join me inside the whole assistant membership. In this membership, we'll be unpacking and implementing the concepts I discuss on this podcast with monthly lessons and weekly group coaching. If you want to create sustainable strategies that will help you level up while remaining free from overwhelm and burnout and learn what it looks like to own your role, use your voice and stand in your power, this membership is for you. Go to wholeassistant.com slash membership to learn more and get started.